Hey guys, welcome to another episode of We're All Adults Here podcast, where the barbershop meets the hair salon, um, quarantine edition. We are still on the sick and shut-in fucking list, so. <laughs> We're getting close, um, though. We're getting close to being free. Or or America is just like, fuck this shit, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if the studio that we usually record out of, if it opens up next week, would you book an appointment? Mm-mm. Yeah. No. No. Okay. No. Interesting. No. 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 Okay. It's just. It's too soon. I feel like yeah. it. It needs to get like a good month of the outside being open before I feel comfortable going in there. You know what right, I mean? Right. Right. No, I understand. Definitely. I heard it's supposed to spike. Um, first they were saying the fall. Now they're saying in June. It's like make up your fucking mind, man. I think it's supposed to, first of all, hi, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, what up, what up? <laughs> you didn't finish um, introducing yourself. I didn't finish the intro. We just started talking. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck this I'm shit. They know mood. who we are. Yeah, I'm in a great mood, right. too. Um, yeah, but, um, guys, I'm Ebby or Ebby the Stacks. Uh, one half of the sexiest podcast duo in Charlotte. We're still the sexiest, even on quarantine. Um, <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and I have my partner. Um, Lee, what up, people? Okay, and we already started talking about the Rona, so um, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, just uh, the weather is starting to break and people are just t- tired. They're just sick and fucking tired of being yeah. sick and shut in. So it's just yeah. like, niggas is definitely ready to risk it all, like contemplating. they risking a- it already. They've been risking it from day one. It's like, fuck this shit. I'm doing what I Did want. Did you, um, you see anybody on your timeline or the Insta stories, like anybody traveling to the beach? Because I've seen a few people in Florida, Myrtle. Oh, my God. Florida Mm-mm. already. Mm-mm. <laughs> Y'all tripping. Like, yeah. let the shit, like, seriously, let the numbers die down. Like, I, don't think I it would... Is, I would love to go to the beach and love to fucking like rent an Airbnb and me and all my homegirls have like, you know, dinner and shit like this. We love to do shit like that. But it's too fucking soon (laughs) Mm -hmm. to be in heavily populated areas. It's way too soon. Way too soon. I get both sides. Niggas are tired. I get it. Like, listen. (laughs) Listen. If it's one person who fucking understands, I understand. (laughs) For sure. But I think certain things need to be done in moderation. You know? Like, Mm -hmm. if you're gonna go out, if you're gonna go and have, like, a kickback or go to a kickback, make sure that there's like a small amount of people even that is still like just iffy because people just be exposing themselves so it's just yeah you just don't know you just, you gotta just be don't know mindful you know even i went out um last night my homeboy came in town from tampa my niggas row and um jay and uh-huh. uh i met up with a few of the high school homies cats we went to school with and there was a good decent number of us maybe about i know maybe about 10 to 12 people you know what i mean there were times where we were six feet apart, but then there were times we were kind of near each other, but still we wasn't like in each other's face face, you know what I mean? Maybe something yeah. adapt, boom, you go your way and you know, it was peace though. Yeah, I mean do it. you just you just gotta know, you just gotta know and mm-hmm. 
I'm just, and we're all tired of it. And <laughs> I feel like collectively, every single person is like, at first we were all scared at the same time. And yeah. then we were all just like, don't go nowhere. Fucking put Purell yourself to death from head to toe. Right, right. You need to go to the grocery store. Make sure you have your mask or your t-shirt or whatever the fuck tied around <laughs> your face. And we're like, everybody was feeling it at the same time. And then now... Yeah. We're all just like, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> hey, that's some come out. People get brave, man. I don't know yeah. what it is about that. That's when people usually love to fight and shoot up shit. Uh huh. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, so, but it is what no. it is. Still, I'm still social distancing to an extent. Right, right. <laughs> oh, what was that snicker for? <laughs> oh, we gonna get into that. <laughs> okay. Before we uh-huh. get into all of the shenanigans, um, <laughs> I do want to say that we apologize for not having an episode last week. We didn't say anything about it. We just didn't nah. do it. Um, I have been on a fucking roller coaster of. Uh, depression so um i just wasn't in the mood i just wasn't in the mood to do anything and it sucks because we're literally just talking like it was if we were going into the studio or any other time we're just we're just having a conversation but um I'm like a a severely creative individual and I get inspiration from experience and being outside and, you know, even just like the small fact that I haven't seen my partners in months. Like we we have seen each other every single week since June (laughs) of last year. That's crazy. Yeah. So to go from that to, you know, getting used to being around them, being around you guys and, um, and shit like that to nothing. It's just really tough. It's it's it was tough for me last week, the week before that, and the week before that were just really rough weeks. But um, you know, thanks for being patient with us. Everybody understands, but I did get hit up by a few people. I was mm-hmm. on a Zoom a Zoom party. Um, we do one every week with um, my my this um, Facebook group that I, I've been in for about five or six years. So right. we're kind of, we're like a tight knit group of like family from all over the world um or all over yeah all over the world because some of us are in different countries and other countries um but we do a weekly zoom and <laughs> shout out to brandon brandon was like the as soon as i dinged into the call he was like where's my episode at <laughs> <laughs> He was like, where's the episode at, Ev? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, bro, like, I'm fucked up right now. (laughs) Yeah, life is happening, man. Yeah, so he was like, I'm just saying, like, I, he said, I kept going back to the shit and refreshing it. To see. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I promise we're going to have some, we're going to do it. We're going to, we're going to get back into the groove of it. Right. Um and I just, you know, I just need to continue to have to center and ground myself and do my spiritual work so that I don't allow for this to take over me like it has for the past. It was rough. It was a rough couple of weeks, but, so you, you know, that. yeah, it's, it's all good. And I appreciate you for being patient, um, Capricia and Will, for being uh, patient and understanding because 
we're friends, but we all run a business together. So this is business. It would be no different if we had a store or some shit like that. And my part, my role is a huge role, just like yours is a huge role. Everybody plays a really big part in, in our wife family. So Definitely. if one person doesn't do their job, then nothing gets done. Nothing else is getting done. So, right, right. Um, you know, I, I appreciate you guys understanding that, you know, your girl be fucked up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we get it. Yeah. So how's it been um for you? We haven't really like been talking that much. How's everything um, going? Same old same. Um yeah, still working um at both jobs. Um that is what that is. Still chatting, you know, a little bit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Nah, ain't that crazy. Ain't that crazy. No buns yet? No, nah, no buns. Uh-uh. No buns. I'm really proud of you. I just finished getting off. So, you know, when you sent me the text saying 7.30, you want to record? I was in the <laughs> middle of something. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I looked oh, at the time. I was I'm wondering like, okay. why it took you like a little took me a minute. Yeah, I told you. Yeah. It was like 6.28. I'm like, man, I got like 55, I got 56 minutes. hour. Like- <laughs> right. So I finish maybe what six minutes, you know, till, till seven thirty. Step back, you know what I mean. Got the rag, got some soap, wipe myself off. You know I had to go on my stomach. I was in the bed. And, uh, yeah, I just now put some briefs on, so I was naked starting this pile. But now, okay, yeah, I'm good. so I'm in a like good it. mood. Lit some you candles, are. you know what I mean. Oh, set you the set the whole mood. That's the vibe. <laughs> And I was rubbing my left nipple. Oh my gosh, you was really, it's, this is why uh, you yeah. not pressed for fucking buns because <laughs> you are oh, fully pressed. romancing yourself. Like, I, want, I want intimacy so bad. And even yeah. just outside the sex, it ain't got to be sex at all. Like I would love to just lay with someone in bed and just build, laugh, talk about meaningless shit. You know what I mean? Outside of Oh, this BS that's going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, man, you know, chilling, chatting. There's someone in particular I've been getting to know a little bit more mm. than others. You know what I mean? But Okay. Okay. Chill, it's cool. <laughs> hey, she she's Haitian, you know what I mean? Um she's straight, man. She's straight. Does she know how to cook? Uh, because Haitian food slaps. Yeah, she says she can, so Haitian food slaps. Slaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So I'm excited see, for you. <laughs> How you excited already? We ain't waiting. I'm excited so. for you because Haitian food, Haitian food slaps. <laughs> yeah, I never had it before. It's okay. so good. Oh my god! It's like legitimately one of my like out of five different like cuisines. It's number three. Wow. It's so Haitian food. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, she told me some stuff she made yesterday with her mother. Um, yeah. Oh, and then she, she, oh, she learned from her mom's. It's over. But <laughs> 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 when I tell you Haitian food so motherfucking good, bro, <laughs> like, that shit is delicious. I'm going to take your word for it. But we'll see mm-hmm. if we even get to that point, because I know she asked me a question last Sunday. She was like, um... Uh, do you go to church? 
you know, I oh boy, oh yeah. boy. <laughs> and she said, I should have been asked you that question because we've been vibing for about three weeks or so now. But um, I said, yeah, I haven't been in about 20 years. You know what I mean? So she was just like, wow. Then she was like, well, do you, are you open to maybe convert into, you know, Christianity or whatever? Uh, I said, I said, not really. You know what <laughs> I mean? So that, that kind of uh, knocked her off a wagon a little bit. Um, but, you know, and it's funny because I guess she had a conversation with her sister some days before saying, could she asking her sister? I've asking her sister, could she date somebody who's not, you know, Christian? Mm. And she never told me what the answer was, but um, you yeah, know, so oh it boy, is what it is. yeah, man. <laughs> we'll see, yeah. we'll see what happens. Does she listen hey, to the podcast? Um, yeah, she has, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, I don't be asking, I'm like, when I call, when I record, I, I don't say nothing to nobody, but like I said, I'm chatting. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's it's, it's nothing solidified or no shit like that. Just okay. figure I give the listeners something. I'm sure they tired of hearing niggas saying just chatting. You know, just chatting. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> let me give y'all a, a visual. You know, a little bit. No, I, I like it. Look or anything. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. They. I think that our listeners are really invested in our personal lives. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> they, <laughs> they really are invested in our personal lives. And I love that shit because, um, of like, uh, there's other podcasts that don't disclose a lot of their I personal you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they they talk about what their niche is, their their right. their subjects are, whatever they talk about TV or or um, current events a lot yeah, or what's going shit. on. Yeah, like safe shit. But even even things like that happen in in with uh, celebrities or whatever they're going to full conversations about that or they're like um, educational podcasts. I haven't really yeah. come across a pod that really goes into their personal lives like we <laughs> I'm glad to hear that because you know I don't listen to pod like that so yeah. I've been wondering that glad you yeah that. no there's not a lot of them that really dig into personal dating life like we talk about some really personal shit on this show mm-hmm. <laughs> so people really be like invested <laughs> in our lives like what happened with such and such? Like when right. when, we, uh, when I went through the breakup or whatever, people was hitting me up like, "Oh man, we was really rooting for that." I was really rooting. I still that. hear about that too. Yeah, really? like, where they broke up? I'm like, yeah, they broke up like December, beginning January, something like that. Yeah, we broke up right. Yep, in December, right? Um, right before Christmas. So, but like people were invested. They be asking me like, "Is Ali fucking yet?" Like. <laughs> and like at, at first it's like jarring almost because some of them are straight most of them are strangers so it's like mm. damn like you asking me about my man's like sex life and shit like that but right. then it's like we got a whole fucking podcast talking about our, our, right. our sex life so I ain't mad yeah. at it keep the fucking questions coming and we appreciate yeah. you guys for we invite them inside our bedrooms well not yeah. the guys you're not in my bedroom but you're in it yeah <laughs> Oh y'all in there's bedroom. <laughs> Everybody in my yeah. Right. Hop on in. Come <laughs> on down. 
I do not discriminate. No kind of gender discrimination, no sexual um, orientation discrimination, nothing. Like, <laughs> let's fucking go. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. No, I'm glad you, you know, you're, you're doing your process of elimination and um, getting your, um, your mental strokes because that's important. Yeah, um, man. And I got to come out of this little girl, or at least something close to it. Something you know close I mean? to it. Yeah. Building. We ain't got to be in a relationship once this shit is over, whenever that'll be. But I got to yeah. come out of this with something. Something. Yeah. Something close to it. Yeah. I think you will. You. I feel like you will. Yeah. We shall see. We shall but, um, see indeed. But you, though, you were in Greensboro yesterday. What was that about? <laughs> Damn, nigga. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> Listen, yo, I was telling, I was, <laughs> this is so funny. I was talking to Capricia on the phone, shout out to Lieutenant Dan, on my way back from Greensboro <laughs> today. And we were, t- I was like, I don't know if I'm going to tell this on the podcast. Or the, like I told mm. her what happened this weekend. Um, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to say it on the pod or whatever. And she was like, you know, don't, like, if you're going to say something, don't say, like, don't go into, like, she was giving me advice. She was like, but I hope you ain't tell that nigga Lee because that nigga don't keep nobody business. He keep his own tea, but he spill everybody else. <laughs> what? I spill my tea too? Get out of here. No, the fuck you don't. You be pussy and don't say nothing until after, <laughs> like, months later. That was like, in the hey, beginning. <laughs> That's when we first started. Not no more. No, oh, shit. This nigga's like, you was in Greensboro. <laughs> yeah. Damn. At the beginning of the pod, you said that you was in a good mood. So I, I am in a very good mood. Treated you very well. Greensboro yeah. definitely treated me very well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, bro. Oh, man. Listen, so, okay, 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 okay. I'm going to tell, tell y'all what happened. <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all what happened without telling y'all what happened. Mm. So I'm I'm not a virgin anymore. <laughs> okay. I'm not a 2020 virgin anymore. Um, definitely, but it's great. It was it is great news. <laughs> yeah, man. It was fantastic. Um, we have a really dope and interesting connection. Uh, this this guy and I will call him Greensboro. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he's a really um interesting individual and we vibrate on the same frequency um which for me especially like spiritually and the, everything that i do and what i'm into is guys are scared of that they're scared of the fact that i'm i'm a light worker or a witch for lack of a better right. term they really like they're interested in it they'll like guys will be like oh that sounds cool and, you know oh what is it that you do and blah 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 and then i'll go into detail and they'll be okay with it but they'll also be like apprehensive and then right. when you have conversations with them later it's like oh well you know i know better than to have you cook anything with red sauce or but you know uh, stupid shit like okay. that it's like nigga i could cast a spell on you without doing that. <laughs> like, right. like but, um, you know, so being able to connect with someone who um, travels on the same frequency as I do 
and he's um he's a little bit more like elevated than I am in his in his powers mean like mm-hmm. he has a little bit more control over them than I do um and shit like that right. it's just it was just very interesting and he also felt like extremely familiar um mm. And I have to talk to my guide about it. Um, it's very rare that I've met guys where I feel extremely, extremely, extremely comfortable with them with the first time of being in their presence. Like, you know, um, you could talk to somebody. You've been chatting since since the quarantine started. And this, it's been yeah. going on for a couple of months. So you're familiar with, you know, these girls in a way on the phone and uh, FaceTime and shit like that. But when right. you meet them in person, it's just a little like a little bit of trepidation, a little bit bit of cautiousness um that you that you feel because you really don't know this person in in the physical you know yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. so um me feeling like you know having these kind we've been talking for maybe about a month um on on the phone and shit like that um Mm -hmm. so for me to meet him initially and to feel like at home and feel safe and feel like familiar say feel him feel well, I mean, that too, but <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Listen, let me. Can I just tell you how quarantine um, vagina was like hella bushy, and I <laughs> we don't was care like, about that. let's, but no, but no, because um, like so I don't care about. Listen, I was in that <laughs> when Emma, when he asked me to come over because he, you know, we were talking and then he says, you know, um, I would love for you. I know you need to get away, and I would love for you to come and um, hang out with me um, this weekend. Would, and I was like, you got that motherfucking right. Like, what took you so long? I am ready to risk it all, it all because these kids are driving me fucking crazy. So. Uh. Um, when I like when I got off the phone, I was so excited. I was like, "Oh my god, I have like a like I'm gonna meet him." And yeah. then I was like, "Yo, my oh, you vagina- over too, yeah." I did. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> up. Yeah, no yeah. hotels, not doing yeah. these times, right? No, I didn't no think hotels. Yeah, I spent the night at his that's house. It was wonderful. I had a wonderful time. Remember a couple of episodes ago, I was talking to you about how um, my, like, I was entering a different phase in my womanhood and um, how how I interacted with men as far as, like, sex and stuff like that yeah. is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, this is probably going to surprise you and the listeners who've been listening since day one, but um, I, I got a, a message from my guide. Uh, Jeremy mm-hmm. and about the the way that I have been acting not acting but the way that I had been moving with men uh, and that I am not allowing for them to um, show if they're worthy or not of being involved with me in a sexual way mm-hmm. and that I um, like some women not all women but I am um, someone that guys really like seek to fuck you know what i mean right right (laughs) they seek to fuck but you exude exude sex you do i i definitely exude sex and sensuality and sexuality and guys feel like it's going to be a great time and it is uh, i am a great time but that i'm not allowing for them to show me or to prove to me that they are worthy because i be wanting to fuck so it's like it don't it don't matter 
if they are worthy of it or not, or if they show right. that they're worthy of it or not. If I see you and I want to have sex with you, I'm just gonna fucking bust it down. It's not a, right. like it doesn't mean anything to me. Um, yeah. But that I, you know, in order for me to enter the next phase in my womanhood and my spirituality, that I needed to um, just. Uh, like get a handle on that and um start having these guys for lack of better term prove to me but it's it's it was more it's more spiritual than that um give me an offering um or shit like that um Mm-hmm. that they are worthy of at least being intimate with me so um greensboro he cooked for me twice right. he he really took care of me and that is like food is like my my thing <laughs> yeah that's the that's ladies thing <laughs> food but i don't like to cook it so no, I feel you. where most girls are like i love to eat i want to go out and eat and shit like that i would rather right. a man cook a meal for me and right. if you cook a meal for me if you show me that you want to feed me then i'm gonna want to feed you <laughs> You know, I'm done bad. You know, I'm done bad. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't. So, um, you know, he cooked for me twice and he Uh um he really just like took care of me in a different way. Like the drinks and um just the chill the chill vibe and the chill mood and it was just really fucking dope and then, you know, we were intimate and it was great. Right, right. <laughs> it was fucking fantastic. And I said, okay. Um, I I allowed for him to, because I could have easily just jumped, you know, jumped his bones without the dinner, without the right, food, right. you know? Like, I don't give a fuck about shit like that. But it was important right. for me to to um, to um see what it is that he had, what else he had to offer me. Um, besides just, you know, dick and a wet mouth. So, Definitely. um yeah, I had a great time, and I do encourage um, other women to um, to move in that way too. Like yeah. if you're if you're one of those girls who just you know you want to fuck and you see people that you want to fuck and you just do it, go ahead, but see wide open, bitch. I ain't gonna tell you not to do it, but um, th- you get a little bit more when a guy shows you that he has something to offer you that makes you want to fuck him. If that it's makes sense. Bullshit. It's bullshit. See, when I was saying this shit, it was, uh, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? No, I'm about to, the, if I want dick, I'm, go ahead. The, me, the me, dif- me and your guy should get props. I should be. The difference. I've been saying this shit from day one, but go ahead. Go right, ahead. man. The difference is that I, want, I don't want people to misconstrue. It is my choice. And yeah. it does not, it should not make me um or make the guy rather or both of us not a good um candidate for a partnership because i decide to fuck you early or because or quote unquote early because when i see you i immediately want to fuck so that's what i'm gonna do it shouldn't disqualify that but you can if you're looking for a partner before i wasn't really looking for a partnership remember like i just i wasn't interested in being anybody's girlfriend or nothing if it happened it happened i would love to have a partner but i wasn't pressed for it um but if Oh hi, a little neighbor. I'm sorry, <laughs> cute little girls. She was she was waving at me, but I, I couldn't. Oh okay, hi. I thought it was like I thought it was the um the new neighbor that you got your eyes on. No. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> Stupid. No. Um. <laughs> to be continued. But because I'm I'm in a different space, 
because I'm looking for partners. I want a partner. I'm looking for my mm-hmm. partner. You have to move differently. It's just is what it is. Like <laughs> you can't, um, you know, move in that way and then um, and it still expect for the same results. It just Definitely. doesn't. It doesn't work like so, that. So what would you, what would you say to the um, the super vanilla girl who's listening and is like, well, you fucked him the first time you met him though. What would you say to women who's coming from that place? That that doesn't matter to me. It still does right. not matter to me. I go right. based off of what what vibe I'm feeling. There's right. I like I've always said from the beginning, I have gone out with more men than I have fucked. I've right. dated and been out on dates, multiple dates with more men than I have actually had as partners because right. I'm still very um, cautious about who I fuck. But if I see you and I want to fuck, I'm just going to do it. And first date or fifth date, it's still the same dick. It's still, the, you know, <laughs> still the same ass dick. So it's like, right. you know, it, people show you who they are and I have a really good judge of character. So, right, um, right. I don't care. And, you know, if there are vanilla, there's more women, I will say, you're like, there's more women who will be judgmental of something like that than men. Um, they but wish they could do it. They, don't they wish it. they can be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not in my head about sex. I'm not, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't hold sex up as like this unattainable thing or like some women holds it up and use it against men and shit. I don't do that. Um, But you do have to show me and prove to me that you are worthy of this pussy because it is a gift to Mm -hmm. you. So you're not, you know, you earn gifts. So you have to earn the vagina. (laughs) And if I, if I feel like, uh, you know, on our first time meeting that you have earned this pussy, then you gonna get it. (laughs) So, you know, it was, um, it was a great time, and I, I'm I'm very interested to see where this goes. I'm not gonna, you know, talk too much about him. I'm not gonna yeah, jinx yeah. it or whatever. But, um, you know, I had a really good time. I really needed to get away, um, and I plan on going back. So, there's <laughs> that. To get my That's back going out some more. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you came to play. You were dumb. Oh, I know. I'm still listen. I'm still me, guys. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still no, you me. You needed that, man. Listen, when I get off of this phone, when we finish this podcast, and I tell you what, you, what your girl was in there doing, you gonna be shocked like a motherfucker. <laughs> All oh, I'm gonna say man. is, you know, writing is not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that bad. Was you, was you, were, you, were you using the um, headboard for leverage? Yes. That's the and shit is the bomb. The headboard, the the neck of, of mm-hmm. Greensboro, the chest of <laughs> I know what's pain, though. I hope he got a thick neck. God, he, does it. he does it. He does it. So I was like... I was in my head like, bitch, don't you fucking kill this man. <laughs> right. Because y'all black out and y'all be doing that shit. I don't even say nothing. I just listen to <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping she's going to let up real soon. <laughs> Unhand me. Tap her hand real quick. Like, I can't, I can't breathe. <laughs> man, that'll be her day. 
Mm. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, you know, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It, it definitely was wasn't bad at all. But um, you know, I st- <laughs> I'm still. I will say that when it comes down to writing, dick, I'm not the most uh, experienced individual. But just go up and down. No, but you know, I watched lots of porn, so, <laughs> so just go up and down, man. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I know the moves. I know I, you know, I know the moves, but I don't have Megan's mm-hmm. knees. I don't have Ciara's knees. I have the knees of an eighty-five-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, all that um, like when the cheeks be going up and down, all fast or twerking on it. You don't really, at least for me, I don't really get shit out of it at all. The best shit really? is when y'all just riding slow. As long as you're wet and you're going up and down, that's great. That's what about this? What about the scoop move? <laughs> the scoop, oh, the, the grind. The scoop, you talking about um, doing reverse cowgirl? No, but no, like when you're, when you're, when the girl is riding you and she's like mm-hmm. <laughs> scooting. Oh, <laughs> damn. Like, one. Yeah, like a grind. That's real intimate. Yeah, that's real instead intimate. of instead of the bounce, but like the grinds. Yeah, but that doesn't really take any technique, right? I mean, I don't fucking know. Like, yeah, that's nothing. At, at some point, it's just like I'm just gonna do what feels good to me. Exactly. And hey, hopefully, do the this feels good to you. Like, do, do that. Do the school when you're in the bathroom. You're sitting on the counter. And you get fucked like that. You okay. wrap your arms around his shoulders. Yeah, see, I could, do, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. Yeah, you, I could do that. The counter is your leverage right there. So all you got to mm-hmm. do is just be damn be wet. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Hmm. But my fucking hamstrings hurt. I was like... Yeah. My <laughs> you got to work out. That's what's up. I definitely got to work out. And I was like trying to walk <laughs> to the car. I was oh, like, shit. My motherfucking legs Jello hurt. Legs. Like, <laughs> for real. And yeah, you're still trying to be like thing. cute about it? Yeah, he definitely put that work. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you, bro. <laughs> he put that work. Oh no, you said you said it yet. So yeah, he got a slim neck. Is he a is he a husky guy? Slim? No, guy? he's not husky. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you, right, so you got a slim one, huh? Right? They say them niggas put in work. That's I was waiting for you to get to that. I was like, this nigga about to fillet my ass. <laughs> you were strangling that nigga, man. Unhand him. How long were you choking him for? Unhand that man. Like, yeah. <laughs> Bless his damn neck. Oh my God, I was waiting for you to get to that. Once you asked me if his neck was thick, if his neck was thick, and I said no, I was like, he gonna figure out that this nigga is not a big guy. I can only imagine how that picture looks, man. That's oh my up, God. Man. Like, but he like big bitches. Like, he was like squeezing on my fucking stomach fat and shit. And I was like, why do you keep doing man, we that? Love that shit. That he was like, I love, love that. Too. He was like, I like, I like, he kept poking it and squeezing it. I was like, what you fucking mm-hmm. stop? Like, That's the shit. Man. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. This will tell me a lot right here. While y'all having sex, while y'all looking oh. each other's in the eyes and kissing. <laughs> any moment. You know what, Ali? Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. Episode over. <laughs> Ain't no goodbye. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you was kissing them and looking them in the eyes? Yes. Kind of. Oh, because man. it was dark. So... We were ki- we kissed a lot though. And you don't kiss like that, so that says oh, no. I don't. Yeah. I'm feeling this guy. I am Let's feeling go. him. I'm feeling him for sure. 
Um, okay. We'll see. I hope he don't listen to this. My God. My bad. No more questions. <laughs> He's going to be like, enough. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> I'm going to leave some fucking, I'm going to lay some ground rules. You cannot tell these people about my dick game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just did it for the listeners. They haven't heard about any of your sex capades. Probably since they really like, have. It's been a while. October, November. Yep. It's so, been yeah. a while. No, it was great. It was it was really great sex. Um, really really dope connection. Really dope guy. Um, I'm very fortunate that um, you know he came around. I'm not gonna lie, right. I'm I'm so. I feel very blessed to know him. So we'll see. We will see where this goes. <laughs> so. Off of that, guys, you got a good, like, little <laughs> fucking sex update from me, you know? I'm feeling great. Right. <laughs> They're going to be hitting you up about it. When I got home, I was like, damn, okay, now I got work to do. Like, I'm going to do some work. Like, my, <laughs> my drill came. I was like, I'm going to do some work. I hit you up. Like, we recorded today. <laughs> like, right, right. 7.30. I'm vicious ready. I just, I needed that. I really did. I needed it. I know you did. What's up? Yeah, so um, other than that, you know, it's just been quarantining and that's it. Like nothing, nothing new for me besides that. You know, it is a big, that is a big development though. But um, so before we get into this episode is um, 21 questions. It's, we got questions from our listeners finally, because every fucking time we ask you motherfuckers to send us some goddamn questions, y'all don't do that shit, but then you be DMing us on the, like, on other episodes, like, what about this, or how about this, or how you feel about that? So we put it out there, and you guys definitely did deliver. I got a lot. We have a lot of questions here. So this might be a little bit longer, but hey, whatever. Like, (laughs) you guys didn't get an episode last week, so um, we're going to go through these. But before we do that, uh, we do have a new game. And I did want to talk about Boosie and his motherfucking shenanigans with the video. Um, Mm -hmm. You want to do that before or after the questions? We can get it out the way. Okay, yeah. so <clears throat> before or after the game, you want to do the game first or talk about Boosie? No, we can get out the way now, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, Boosie dumbass, <laughs> <laughs> if, if you've been under a rock um, and haven't seen this in his social media, I remember vaguely when this video came out initially, I think that he talked about it briefly that he would do what he, he said did. he did. And right, then right. another video came out and said he actually did do it. So right. um, it just hit social media like wildfire. Um, mm. Boosie had, um, I think the kid is older now, but <clears throat> he had a 12-year-old son and right. nephews. And back when Dwayne Wade's um, and Gabrielle's daughter, Zaya, came out, um, you know, saying that she was transgendered. Um, Boosie had a whole lot of shit to say about this and how it was terrible yeah, yeah. and that they're, um, you know, this is child abuse and womp, 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 and you're not even giving the kid a chance to enjoy some pussy before yeah. you let them do this and all this other shit. And everybody has their personal feelings about that. I'm not going to get into that. <clears throat> um, but um, for the sake of this conversation, Boosie had a shit ton to say about the Wades and how they were handling this situation. So I, I believe it was then or maybe even before he talked about how he would 
pay for his sons to get fucked or blowjobs um, in order to like help them come into manhood at such young ages. Right. Um, now a video has surfaced where he was on live saying that he in fact did pay grown women to suck the dicks of his 12 year old son and nephews. So these are children. 12 mm -hmm. is a kid. They're not, that's not even a teenager. It's not like 15, 16, even that would be disgusting. But right. a 12 year old was um, their dad, Boosie, paid to have women suck them off. And social media just went fucking crazy. <clears throat> and you had some men who were kind of sort of, I don't want to say defending it, but mm -hmm. I did see a lot of guys that was like, well, that's his son. So, you know, yeah. I'm not going to talk about how another man raises his kid, which to which I found very when Yeah. But when, when the shit came out about Dwayne Wade's daughter, everybody had a, had a yeah, fucking that's opinion. <laughs> Yeah, everybody had an opinion about that but i'm like that's right. that's this man's child as well so um and I, I know that you and i are on the same page as far as this goes that it is child abuse it is sexual abuse grown people should never ever ever have sex with children ever ever mm -hmm. like under mm -hmm. no circumstance should a 12 year old be fucking an adult it is nah. nasty um, but to have it facilitated by his father, just for the sake, uh, like the reason behind him doing this is not um, because it's fun or it looks cool. He's doing it so that, or he did it so that his son won't be gay. Yeah. That's, that's, and that's God's biggest fear. Because he, he has and like an aversion to gay people. For sure. Um, yeah. No, go ahead. That's, that's the thing right now. Um, so I get it. That's not saying I agree with it at all. I just get where he's coming from with it. But no, it's still not appropriate to do that, even if it is your son, because um, he can develop a big sexual appetite and have a sexual habit to where he wants to fuck all the time. And I've been around people um, all my life. Uh, probably I've known about maybe two, three guys like that. Well, they just got to have sex. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. It don't matter who she is. Like, I've, <laughs> I had a homie one time um, meet a girl at the mall. And I was with another homie. I mean, my other homie, we walked off. I say about 10 minutes later, you know what I mean? We looking for him. Like, where you at? My nigga was fucking this chick he just met in the mall outside wow. of Sears. You know what I mean? Like, so... Um, that shit is a big deal. It can, it, it can, it can definitely affect men growing up. And say if they go to jail or something, not saying I want any of them to ever get locked up. But people who have a big sexual appetite, who really are sexually have a sexual addiction, they're liable to fuck a dude while they're inside too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that'll defeat the whole purpose of what Boosie's <clears throat> trying to do. You know what I mean? But yeah. um, no, it's never cool to have no um, uh, an adult. Um, perform any sexual act on your child even if it's a woman on a, yeah and, and we glorify that as men i mean i never did because i never had that but you know i know lil wayne i know he said this babysitter you know rape him or he don't say rape he say he fucked her Charlemagne, mm. i know he went he went through it yeah and a few other celebs on the, you know talk about it and they had their chest poked out you know what i mean when they do so but um you know it doesn't make it right though because it can affect them um, later on.
Right. Sure. I think that two things, um, and I'm going to try to be brief. I think that it is, you, I put it on my Facebook that I want, other, I want people to understand this. I, all of our listeners, those of you who are parents, those of you who haven't yet had children, but you will, I want you to understand something very important. If your child is gay, you cannot ungay them. There's right. nothing that you can do to ungay that kid, period. Right. If, you, if you like women, you're a heterosexual man, there's nothing that I can do to make you gay. It works the same way. You can't force your child to have sex with the opposite sex because you don't want them to be a uh, gay or a lesbian so bad. So you're going to pray and hope that them fucking the opposite sex is going to ungay the gay. It doesn't work like that, people. They, this is how people are born, okay? And you like what you like. And as a parent, your job is to foster safety around them and acceptance mm-hmm. around them. And um, even though, you know, our kids, uh, you know, we've, we've done lots of things that our parents didn't approve of, um, didn't want us to do or whatever the case is. Like, they do the best job that they can. But when you are, like, purposely creating trauma in order for them to live the life that you want them to live, it's fucked up. Now you're teetering. Yeah. Like, this is, this is child molestation. Like, people go to jail. People get their kids taken away from them. And I'm like, bruh, like, all of this so that he's not gay, so that your son is not gay, you you would rather him be molested, be sexually molested, than to be raped? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Um, yeah. I mean, than to be gay? It's, it's, it's incredible. And the yeah. other thing is, um, um, I feel like... Boosie um, needs to go to jail for that. Mm. There are lots of of kids, of adults, but lots of us have been sexually assaulted when we were children, sexually molested when we were children by family members or whatever the case is, or um, strangers, adults, though. Um, And if you say to your parent that such and such raped you and they're grown up, they're going to want them to go to jail. But if you mm-hmm. facilitate the rape, you don't think that that should, like, you, you two should be locked up? Everybody mm-hmm. who's involved needs, needs to go to jail. Uh, because the ramifications of things, like you were saying, one, you know, one thing that could happen to, to him as an adult, he can be com- um, completely overwhelmed with the sexual appetite and the sexual desire and just start fucking whoever and whatever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He can also... Uh, grow. He could also grow up to still be gay. Because there's that. Right. Um, <laughs> like, like, no, it's true. Because people should already know. Like, even when you try to push something on someone, especially a child, they're known to want to rebel anyway. You know what I mean? Right. So. Right. Right. But if he's gay, he's nothing that he that he has done is going to change that fact. He, he could grow up and still be gay, and then what? Um, right. And then also, a lot of mental um, things happen when people are are abused, uh, sexually abused. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of mental things become of that. Um, and mm-hmm. one of them, it, it, like, not to go too deep into all of the the 
like mental disorders and things that people have when they when they're um, sexually assaulted. But one of them, he could be um, like a like a grown up, like twenty and twenty one, and start looking at yeah. little girls. And start wanting to fuck thirteen-year-old girls, a twelve-year-old girl, eleven-year-old girls, because what was done to him was glorified. So now he's exactly. thinking this is the right thing to do, and now he done raped some, 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 somebody else's daughter. Then what? Exactly. It's, similar to what R. Kelly went through with his sister. Exactly. Right? Similar to I what R. Kelly went through with his sister. Uh, we see what 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 has become of of a situation like that. Like R. Kelly is the biggest example of yeah. what happens when you leave a situation like that untreated. This is something that could happen. So yeah, it's just way too much of a risk um, <laughs> for a parent to be making a gamble for a parent to be making on their child's life just so that they're not gay. Like, right. I could name a hundred worse things than being gay. Like, it's just, <laughs> right, your, right, like, right. It's just your sexual preference for fuck's sake. Like, that's I mean, to why... a man, though, to a man, it's just different. But I get, I un- you. I get you, that you is that is that. and it doesn't I, excuse what they did because you already know right. what I said. No, so, no, no, I get it. I get that for for a heterosexual male, it's different. Um, when they have sons and they just want, really don't want their sons to be gay. I don't understand the why. Why is it such a big fucking deal that who he chooses to love? We're not just talking about sex, we're not talking about the fact that he because you know, I don't want my I don't want to think about my sons fucking anybody. A girl, guy, I don't want, because I, I, they're my kids. So I don't want to think yeah. about them having sex, period. Um, but when I think about love and relationships and things of that nature, I wouldn't give a rat's ass if my sons wanted to be in a relationship with a man as long as they were happy. And yeah. they were good humans and they were good for them. So I, that, I mean, I guess that's a that's a topic that we can, I don't know if we're going to ever, you know, (laughs) like try to at least bridge the gap of some understanding between heterosexual men and um, gay men or, you know, women like me who are, you know, we'll fuck anybody. (laughs) 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 Uh, uh, Regardless of gender. um, Right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that, that's, a, that's a part of a larger discussion. I just think when it comes down to Boosie's son that um, he needs to be held responsible. And so do mm-hmm. the women who were involved. It is disgusting to do. I would never facilitate. I wouldn't even think, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> facilitating a sexual act with your child, child. grown-up like, mm-hmm. and a grown-up like what the fuck is going on <laughs> hey i'm mad i passed up opportunities as a kid i ain't gonna front but i just wasn't there mentally yet well w- you with done. another kid is different you with no, an no, adult no 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 it's, it's I, bad I that's yeah bad. i know but as a child as I was a child you that i was that bad yeah yeah, definitely. I want. I, I still wish as an adult. I wish I would have hit that. I wish I would hit that substitute teacher. You know it's so saying? bad, though. It's so bad. That substitute teacher needs to be ashamed of herself. For you to think like that is it's not I didn't bad. Look up on Facebook. Go ahead. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Listen, like we're all ad- we're all adults <laughs> now. <laughs> you are fucking dumb. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh god! Man. Like, <laughs> For real, um, right in boxing. Go ahead. I'm sorry, but no, I think I think that um, when we talk about 
shit like that i'm just really triggered you know i have i have an extensive extensive um history when it comes down to um to gay rights and things of that nature and i also have an extensive history of being preyed on by older men all my whole my my whole teenage life as soon as i started Mm. growing titties that was it all the guys in my age group didn't want to talk to me or whatever because I was a rougher girl. So right. I wasn't like, you know, I don't, I'm not like light skinned with long hair or whatever the case is. I would wear box braids and put them in cornrows and shit like that. Um, like I was a rough kid, but right. I had titties and I had a little bit of an ass and long legs and older men loved me. Mm-hmm. They fucking right. loved me. And as a kid, you you know, as a teen or whatever, 16, 17, you're not thinking that this is nasty, this is wrong, or whatever the case is. And then when you become an adult, you're like, them niggas was trash. Yeah, they were like, Hanging out mm-hmm. at the high schools. A lot of these older yeah. men would hang out at the fucking high schools in their cars and on their motorcycles. I would get dropped off to school and on bikes. And what great. In like 11th, 12th grade. But I was always, I would know, but I was always an age younger than everybody. So in Mm. 12th grade, everybody's 18. I'm 16 turning 17. Got you. Okay, okay. Yeah, I believe it. Even where I'm from in Hinesville, Georgia, like it's a military town. You know what I mean? So I'll be going to school with girls in fucking ninth grade, you know, and eighth eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade. Like I got me a soldier. Yeah. Okay, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm not thinking of, yeah, but that's in your ass. I'm just thinking like, oh, whatever. Ooh, yeah. Kids, so what? But yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. when you're not an adult, you're not thinking like one. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but when you're an adult, you're supposed to elevate. Your brain is supposed to grow. <laughs> you're supposed Definitely. to mature. And then you realize that all of this shit was wrong. This shit was nasty. Um, when on um, what's that documentary about R. Kelly's victims? When that shit yeah. came out, I was hella triggered. Hell mm. maybe maybe one of these days I'll start telling some of these stories on on the pod about um, the music industry and the guys mm. that we did music with. Like we're, I was in a group of sometimes fours, most of the time three girls, and we were all young. I was the oldest one, and we were all like under the age of seventeen, being mm. looked at by these rappers and these music industry executives and shit like that. These grown ass men trying to fuck. Shit crazy. In their 30s. We're 17 and you're in your 30s and 40s trying like like trying hey, to fuck a, a child. I would never understand that. I would never yeah. understand. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm triggered. I was definitely triggered by Rightfully that. So. I was definitely um, disgusted um, by that and disgusted by some of the comments from the guys. Um, Mm -hmm. that I was seeing, it was just like, oh, well, I understand why he would do that because, you know, he don't want his son to be gay and, you know, it's okay for for boys to get blowjobs and shit like that. It's just like, okay. No, it's not cool. Because niggas, niggas, they definitely not thinking about the future or how that's going to affect them later on. No, at all. At all. So, those are our thoughts, guys. I know you, um, a couple of people was asking me how I felt about this, the situation on Instagram. They didn't um, see the Facebook post that I made. Um, And I I chose to disengage on Instagram. (laughs) No, don't blame you. And ladies, for for all of y'all who did see guys like bigging that shit up and they follow you or you follow them, y'all should block them and follow them and tell you who they are. You know what I mean? Especially if you damn take an interest in one of these niggas. Exactly, so. because God forbid you have a daughter. 
exactly. your daughter, you know, your daughter eventually grows up and she's 12 and she's got boobies and she's getting a right. period and shit like that. You never know. That's how shit like that be happening. I will be in oh. somebody's jail, underneath the jail, if ever. Man. My sons or my daughter. I'm not playing that shit at all. I wish That's the fuck my girl about. would come home with a goddamn 30 um, year old talking about this, my boyfriend. <laughs> We're going to kill yeah, him. Man. Like, <laughs> he dead. Both my sons and my daughter. I wish my son would be in high oh, the school. the son too? Okay. Yes. And with a fucking adult ass woman. Are you? What if he's 18? What if he's turning No, nope, I ain't with it. I ain't with the okay. shit. Nope. All right. You got to be 21 in order to make decisions like that. You have to be right. 21 in order to be like, this is my girlfriend and she's 40. Even still, I'm not going right. to like the bitch. I still might want to fight her. But at 21, you're a legal adult. At 18, you're not legal. Like, you're not fully mm. legal. You're a little bit legal. <laughs> like, right. And it's crazy in the uh, Spanish, in the, uh, in the Hispanic community, they cool with that kind of shit. You know what I mean? I know I was yeah. having a talk with my homeboy some years ago and he has a daughter and I think he said if his daughter was... She should be approaching 18, so she was like 18, 19, and a, you know, 38, 39-year-old, you know what I mean, took an interest in her, whatever. He would he be would okay? Her right. Yeah, he said, because that's how it works in their world, as long as he would I treat her wish. right. I said, man, wow. I fucking wish. <laughs> Don't test me. I'll be in here conjuring up all kinds of spells on that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, your life would be cursed forever. Like my kids already know. Right. I'm. Uh, they know what type of time I'm on. So don't do that. Don't play around. You better go ahead and get you a 17 year old boyfriend or whatever. Right. Or if you're if you're 17 and he's 18 or 19, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. But. Like 17, 16, and 25, 26. Fuck oh, yeah, out of here. You crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't think reach. so. Because it is a thing that used to go on um, a lot back in the day. It did. You know what I mean? It definitely um, did, yeah. Back in the 40s and 30s. And, and that doesn't make it okay either. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of that. shit went on back in those days that wasn't right. A lot of right. shit went on exactly. back in those days that wasn't right. So, you know, we're the generation to 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 end break the, that. that shit. We are it. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're done with that, guys. We did uh, tackle that. <laughs> you were asking. People were asking, so we tackled it. Now, um, should we get into the the questions from the listeners? Because we're already an hour in. Oh wow! Yeah, let's let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got mad questions, so yeah, we should. Talk yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll play the game next next week. Okay, yeah. so um, questions from the listeners. Thanks again, guys, for um, submitting. I have. I, I some of them are anonymous. <laughs> some of them oh, yeah, are yeah. not. Yeah, so I'm going to read, you know, your Instagram handle attached to the question. And then the other ones that don't have Instagram handles, they're either submitted by the same person or they asked me to be anonymous or they, like, sent me text messages or DMs or whatever because I was getting messages all over. Gotcha. Okay. So the first one comes from at Miss Demita on Instagram. And she asks us, asks us, (laughs) Um, who would be your dream guest to have on the show and why? Hmm. Who's yours? Charlotte. I figured that. Yeah. Why? Um, I think we could get a lot of good conversation out of him. I think that yeah. 
Um, nothing is really off the table besides his personal life, but we can legitimately ask him about anything in his past or anything um, like music related or anything entertainment related, anything life related, and we would get a really good or and or entertaining response. And for somebody like Sharla who has figured out the game, this radio right. game, this this space of podcasting and shit like that, I just would love to pick his brain about right. how and you know how we could get there because <laughs> right, i would love right, to right. be i would love to be someone's charla you know <laughs> mm. <laughs> how i look at, at, at charla i would love to be that for somebody but I'm i don't sure know why are. i don't know why I'm sure you <laughs> are. i got shit. <laughs> you ain't got to <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you are yeah so he he would be mm -hmm. mine what about you uh all right linux Oh yes! Oh my God, that would be such yeah. a great. She's so yes. open. Fun. You know what I mean, and that's what made her take a break from social media. I know she just posted a picture earlier today, and I just wanted to say, "Oh, you're looking mighty radiant." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, yeah, she just had this glow to it. She had on all white and stuff. It's Sunday. Yeah. I don't know if that anything to do with it. But um, okay, Ari. Yeah, I think she would be a great, great, great guest. Yeah, She's she would. So open. She's open. Mm -hmm. She's hilarious. Like, oh, oh man, that's one of these days we'll get Ari on. We'll on it. Well, all of those. I think we can get her faster than we can get Charlamagne. <laughs> oh shit! Yes, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, deep. Yeah. I mean, he's fucking Charlamagne. Like, <laughs> it would be great. I would. It would be great. I'm putting that shit in the atmosphere. I'm gonna manifest the fuck out of that. Like, if we get Ari, <laughs> we got Ari and Charlamagne, our dream guests. <laughs> And I'm we still sticking at... Go ahead, my bad. No, go ahead. You still... Oh, God. No. No, because Broccoli Fest, you know, that passed, you know what I mean, a few weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah. That's so, right. And I was supposed to see her. I was going to try and stalk her and find out which hotel her and Doja Cat was going to be at. Oh, no, God. You can't her, say her shit her like Doja. that if we want to put her on the goddamn show. <laughs> oh, but not like stalk, stalk. I don't want to know what room that you stay in. I just want to know what hotel. Therefore, I could be waiting there when you come out of the hotel with a sign saying, hey, Ari, I'm your biggest fan. Oh. Shit, you know what I mean? But <laughs> if you don't play basketball, you're a singer. So, oh, my God. Like, like first that. first level stalking, not like I, full throttle. Yeah, not for real, yeah. yeah. I don't I'm not gonna be like, you know, go to Pizza Hut and you know what I mean, uh rob the pizza man and take his pizza and take his <laughs> and pretend to, to be if she, if she ordered a pizza or something. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's crazy. You're definitely not gonna get nowhere doing shit like that. No. I feel like you could probably meet Ari and um, flirt with her on, on a different circumstance. Like Absolutely. I just got to level up on some areas. You will. Yeah. Trust oh, me. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we got another similar question. Not sure. I, I wasn't going to ask it, but I think maybe there will be some other guests that we would want. So at Letitia um, Roxon or Roxine ask um, who are some guests y'all would like to interview so besides like a dream guest besides a dream guest um who would I like I would love to interview my mother That'd oh my god fun. we could get her on the show that she's would a be tourist. Great. she's very open she she loves to talk you know, we'll probably have to cut off a few times and let them no, know. No, I'm going to just let her rock. Next segment. 
but yeah, my mother, she's the most genuine um, human being I've ever known in my life. Aww. You know what I mean? Um, and she doesn't try. She, well, you don't have to. It's genuine. When you're genuine, yeah. Period. But yeah, yeah, no question. I love exactly her. Exactly. Absolutely. What about you? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I would like to interview uh, some of our exes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that laugh. I would yeah. like to in- interview some of our exes. Um, we can make that happen. Especially ones that we've discussed on the show. Because yeah, it's yeah. Pre- it's pretty one sided, you know our our um, stance and shit like that is pretty one sided, with the exception That's of true. the um, the favorite exes episode where we got the um, right. the perspective from our exes. Um, right. For the most part, you know it's our show, so we we're gonna say what the fuck we want to say, and uh, you know we talk we talk about people that we used to be be in relationships with, that we used to fuck, or whatever the case is. It, it would be really funny to get my baby daddy on the show, but he's no. He ain't gonna do it. <laughs> I would never ask him. I don't. I'm not interested. <laughs> like when gotcha. I tell you, I am the least interested <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> I am never like I don't, you don't think he'll cooperate to, or I don't want to talk to him about the shit that we need to talk about so. right, that's gonna make you cuss his ass out on the show yes, that'll, make, that'll make for great that'll oh, be great yeah, though <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me make my no. tea y'all go ahead have no that. no you probably, you gonna be prompted <laughs> to punch the nigga in the mouth like that's that's the okay. type of time he be you'll be like oh, I gotta hit you now you disrespectful okay yeah no I'm good but um, like some of our exes that we talked about, um, yeah. I would like to have like as far as like like celebrity, I would I would be cool with having Megan on. I like her um, oh, no her question. energy. I think that she's she's another one that's really like open and funny. Cardi, yeah. y'all know I love me Cardi. I love me some Cardi. Um, uh-huh. um, that's I think that's it for now. Right. Maybe like some old school rappers like um oh, Wu Tang. Like I would love no to have Meth on and <laughs> that you would. <laughs> He's so goddamn beautiful. Like that nigga that got big as fuck, man. Oh my god. He's like huge. he was That's always fine. like he always gave off daddy energy, but now that he's like in the gym, oh god. Like <laughs> so stupid. Woo. Okay. Next question. <laughs> Um, this one comes from Nappy and Happy, and she says, "Why do you think our generation makes light of all situations? We don't take shit serious, uh, apparently." Our generation. I mean, yeah. think about it, black people, man. You know, it's our gift and curse. Like you look online, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we clown every fucking thing. We do everything is a joke. Everything right. is a We don't joke. know when to take shit serious at yeah. all. You know. Did you see like the memes you, that came out about um versus the versus <laughs> with Nelly? Hell yeah, I saw that shit. <laughs> Dude, shit. He deserved it. <laughs> Tiana <laughs> Taylor said the Wi-Fi will work if he just put the band-aid on. I was so I <laughs> lost it. I was like, she's fucking stupid. Oh, but you're Man. right. Like our generation make <laughs> just think everything is funny. Like Everything Every is a joke. fucking thing, and it, it's yeah. a gift and curse because there there are some things that's that's just not laughable at all. And I'm like, Absolutely, cool. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So we just gotta 
we don't know when sometimes to just be serious. But yeah, that's why, because of social media. And social media has brought a lot of good too. You know what I mean? I know we usually talk about um, the negatives with it. Yeah. It has hurt relationships and marriages. And um, as far as even the communication part, you know, um, people don't just pick up the phone and call anymore. They figure, I'll just DM you. I'll just instant yeah. message you. Like, yep. nah, you have my number. But you know what I mean? The positive is brought out, I brought out of it is... Um, just even like older folks, you know, say like our parents' age, you know what I mean? Um, y'all can go out to a lounge, you know what I mean, and party or, or club or go on cruises and just do things and live your life. You ain't got to just be in your crib doing nothing. Because I know growing up, a 40, 50-something-year-old to me, the, the highlight for them was just going to uh, play bingo on Thursdays, you know what I mean? <laughs> or, right. or, or buying scratch-offs from the damn gas station and shit. You know, but nah, you see older folks traveling a whole lot more and shit like that. But, um, yeah. and even people like us, I'm about to be 37 in fucking December. Like, 37 seemed old as fuck to me back then. 26 seemed old to me. You right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because how people were. Like, damn, why are y'all so serious? So I always had the Peter Pan complex. Like, I used to drag in older. I wanted to get to 21 just so I could drink and, you know, party and do shit like that and just stop right there yeah but, you know i love it now you know what i mean but um yeah so social media has its pros and cons there's definitely some pros to it too but yeah that's why we um don't like to take shit serious like that yeah also, social media i agree fucking memes yeah i i agree i think um our generation is the most desensitized um, and the ones that are under us. So I think we are millennials or gen, we're Gen Z's or one of them, Gen Z's or Gen X's or whatever the fuck. The ones, <laughs> at, like, it's, it's we're, we're one of the, either Z or X. Um, oh, we're not Z at all. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's X, Gen Xers. Okay. Um, the ones underneath us, they're less, like, they take nothing serious. <laughs> right, they don't give all. a flying fuck about nothing but mm-hmm. we've our generation is really um interesting because we've seen and experienced a lot growing up in 80s and 90s and shit in the early 2000s mm-hmm. but now that we're in this this era i think we i think the issue is that we've seen too much <laughs> that yeah. none of this other shit seems serious it's just like whatever like I seen so, like people get shot, so this is nothing. Like you know, what I mean? right. so, everything is a fucking joke because they've already seen what they think is the worst of the worst. So, um, right. we're we're desensitized to what's happening in the real world because we've experienced a lot, we've seen a lot. We really have. We yeah. got the best generation. No, bullshit, I really feel like we do have the best generation. Absolutely, no question. And that's yeah. not even being biased. Like mm-hmm. hip hop started in fucking seventy. Three, I believe, um, you know, we we got to experience the golden years of hip hop in the yes, early, mid, late nineties and shit yep. like that. We got to experience the uh, the Atari, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Playstations, yep. and all that shit. Now we have fucking PS Five that's about to come out real soon. We got to experience Black Planet, you know what I mean? The MySpace, yes. Facebook, the yes. Instagram, and Twitter. You feel me? So. We got yeah, to experience man. the Michael Jordan the era of basketball. All that, all that. We got to ex- like we lived through Michael Jordan's basketball. <laughs> you know? yeah. like, we lived right. before we we were around before 
um, this technology boom happened. So we, you know, we're the last generation to have sidekicks and pagers and use pay phones and shit like that. Like we're the last generation to be able to do that. You know what I mean? Game boys and shit like that. Like they have, they have every different type of variation of shit like that now, but we're the last generation to really like experience 90s fashion was fucking crazy. Like what? Mm-hmm. And it's coming back, but like we Absolutely. were around when shit like started. We we were babies when the crack era happened, so we've seen right. a lot and and experienced a lot. So I, really do, I fully agree that we are the best generation because we also no are living in the now too. So we are um, ending generational curses and and right. um, stopping abuse on children or like physical abuse or. Everything mm-hmm. doesn't need to, you don't need to get your ass whooped for everything or whatever. Right. We understand that people are individuals, so we're ex- ex- accepting of their individuality more yeah, than absolutely. our our no parents' generation. You know, like, it's the best. It, we're the, we're yeah. the best ones. Um, the next question comes from at Discover More Podcasts, and they ask, what's the least known challenges of being a great podcaster? The least known challenges of being a great podcaster. Mm -hmm. Least known challenges. Um, Hmm. I think the only challenge to me, at least in the beginning, when I first started this shit, is just more so like knowing that other people are going to be listening. Yeah. You know what I mean? You had a hard time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because in a phone conversation, like, I could be talking to some homegirls, and they're like, yeah, listen to your pod and shit. And I'd be like, man, I know this nigga say so much more. Like, I know you. I'm like, yeah, I know, <laughs> but it's just so different. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're, um, when you know you're going to be heard by other people. So, you know, once I block all that shit out, which I'm getting better with it, um, that'll be peace. But um, You definitely have gotten I, so much better. I'm so proud of yeah. you. Appreciate you. Thank you. So yeah, I say I say that part of it. Um, yeah, definitely. Just not thinking too much because you know you you got to entertain at the same time. Absolutely. I was telling someone yesterday, like, but technically you don't have to entertain because I was talking to Rajiv for y'all who's listening. That was our last. Uh, he was on our last episode because he heard it once he sobered up and he said he felt he sounded ignorant. I said, he nah, didn't. Man. No, it nah, was great. Right. You know what I mean? It was but great. He, he drunk People a good love bit. that shit. They loved I it. I know. <laughs> I was telling him, I said, bro, the first seven episodes I had, I felt the same exact way. You know what I mean? So don't even beat yourself up about it. That was your first time. Like, don't even trip at all. Even if you want to come back on and redeem yourself, it's nothing. But um, yeah, I would definitely um say just overthinking yeah. as far as your listeners because you want to make sure that they're entertained and really yep. you don't have to entertain you really just have to be yourself you know yep. what I mean you either have it or you don't yeah so yeah I agree with that even though I came out of the gate being the same way that I am today um <laughs> I, <laughs> I do think that um my personal challenges with with um, being a, well becoming a great podcaster because I don't think that we're yet great podcasters. Right, I think our right. show our show is great, oh, but okay. I I think that you know we both can do some learning and some growing and and things Definitely. of that nature. Um, personally, it's with, with you. It was when to dial up for me. It's when to dial back. 
and mm-hmm. to know to know how to moderate better um okay. when, when we have guests and when we don't because we don't have like I call Charlemagne my podfather because I listened mm-hmm. to his podcast from the day that it started. Um, but we don't have like a mentor, like someone yeah. to to help groom us or whatever. Everything that we are learning is learned on our own and teaching Definitely. each other. So yeah. and, and for, for our camp, our team and our listeners to help us grow or whatever, all of it is a learning um there's a girl walking past talking, I have my window down. All of it oh, is hey, a, hey. a Oh, okay. Well, that's good. She was distracting the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all, all of it is a is a learning uh, process for us mm-hmm. to learn on our own. So it's just right. like independent learning. And for me, it was, I would listen back to some of the episodes where we had um, guests on the show. And it's like, oh, I could have yeah. did this a little bit better. Or I could have did that a little bit better. So just fine tuning um, the strategy and knowing how to move conversations was something that um, was was difficult for me because when you and I are just talking, we're just talking. So, yeah. and even when we have guests on the show, we're just talking, but there still needs to be right. some type of a structure to it. That's um, why I did want another person on in the beginning before we started. I know you was like, no, no, it's <laughs> just going to yeah. be us. That's it. No third person. I was like, like oh, you bugging me. You are true. I was already, I was already <laughs> on that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just knew me at that time. Like, I'm not about to give y'all a whole bunch of shit. I want to know my damn life. Yeah. <laughs> not literally. I'm just playing. I love y'all. Thank y'all for trying to <laughs> But, <laughs> but yeah, I did want to. Like... Right. No, I appreciate the shit out of y'all. But yeah, I definitely wanted the third person. Yeah. Sure. But no, um, for the professional parts, um, the professional challenge, um, growing the podcast listenership. We've got a mm-hmm. lot of listeners. Like, like, mm-hmm. Our show has been listened in over 50 countries, listened to in over 50 countries. And mm. we're retaining a lot of those listeners just on a regular basis. So I'm, right. I'm extremely grateful for that. But I want for us to be the top podcast, at least, we don't love a lot. Um, you know, coming from coming out of Charlotte. I want us to yeah. be the best one that comes out of Charlotte and then, you know, to take over the world as far as the podcasting goes. And when you're in a space where the, where the industry is now becoming oversaturated with everybody and their mama doing podcasts, it's like, um, how do we grow this so that it it's bigger? That's, that's my biggest challenge. How do you stand out? And I know who we are. Right. I know what our, what our, um, niche is. Our niche is the conversation. Right. Um, the conversation that we have with each other and when we the, that we have with guests um our the topics and you know how candid we are to talk about sex and um how different it is when you have a a, a female who is very boisterous about you know everything <laughs> right. so it's taking dick and throat yeah, and like dick and throat, you know what I mean? Like getting, getting your, your throat fucked and shit like that. Like, you don't right. hear girls really talking, especially with not another man. Girls talk about that shit amongst themselves and with their homegirls, but not not with a straight man on on, right. on a podcast where thousands of people are listening. So, so right. like, I, I understand where, where our niche is and where our thing is, but yeah. growing the podcast listenership, getting sponsors and 
you know, making this into a revenue building thing, that is the, the, the biggest challenge that I feel like we have yet to, like, we definitely haven't crossed that, that threshold yet. Um, but for us to have been doing this for, um, next month will be a year. Um, I know. Oh my God. I feel like we've grown a lot more than what we even thought. Like we're, right. we're further than what we, what we thought we would be. I just want to make sure that we have our foot on the gas. Definitely. Um, yes. so that, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm saying this, this, um, Corona shit definitely couldn't have done and shit for sure. Oh yes, it did. Oh my God. It's all good though. We'll Big time day. So the next question comes from our brother and pod- our podcast bestie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Drew. Drew, Drew versus yeah, yeah, the world podcast. Um, he asks us, what's the weirdest situation that you haven't shared um, yet because of embarrassment? Mm. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't think I have words. <laughs> you got a weird situation that's embarrassing. No, you have none? I don't know. I got to think. I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> I feel like I share mine already. I feel like I share mine, hmm. too. For real. For y'all who probably hadn't heard that episode, but I was talking about um, myself and a woman. You know, we were having sex. I was recording it, and I was about to come. All right? So sometimes when I'm in my element, I'm just feeling like He-Man or some shit like that. I'll stand on the bed and I'll ejaculate on your back or some shit like that, your titties, <laughs> mouth, face, hair, whatever you want at the time. So <laughs> I go to stand up on the bed and I hit my head on her fan that was spinning at the time. <laughs> I, I fart. Fart comes out of my ass. And then I nut on her back. And all at the same time. <laughs> oh, God. No, no matter and how that's on video, many times but... I hear that shit, it's still fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. The head, oh the God. hitting the head on the fan and then the fart. Fart. <laughs> In the night. This is yeah. like, where the yeah. fart even come from? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hate when I fart doing sex, man. But you know what? Shout out to all you ladies who don't fart when your man, um, you know, shout out to you ladies who don't trip when your man farts. Like, y'all having during sex. sex, yeah. But usually, typically with me, I fart when we're like about to switch positions, you know? What I mean? <laughs> That's the best time to do it. <laughs> I've, never, I've never been in it, you know what I mean? I think one time a chick probably heard me, but yeah, y'all never made me feel uncomfortable. So cool. Dick still hard. Dick still yeah. hard. Dick still hard. Because if you made me feel bad, my dick gonna get soft. Like, oh, child, I'm trying to myself. I'm not getting a box no more. This is old. Oh, God. Nigga so, still yeah, fucking man. up. You and good. y'all fall all the time. You know what I mean? Y'all do. You know yeah, we do. Okay. I have, I no, I have farted. I farted in somebody's face before. <laughs> <laughs> this okay, this is an embarrassing story I haven't told yet. So <laughs> I can't believe I'm about wow. to say this shit. So we was fucking, right? And then mm-hmm. um, you know, it was good or whatever. And you know, sometimes when you take your dick out of a pussy, um, the air gets into it yeah. or whatever, right? So he took it out and he went down to eat me and I queefed. 
And that wasn't the problem. The problem was the queef because he he started laughing. He was like, "Wow, okay." <laughs> and right after that, like I was about to nut and I I mm. farted. I actually Ooh. farted. <laughs> he was he like, was, he was down there. <laughs> he was down there. Mm. He was down there, and he was like, "That wasn't a queef." <laughs> <laughs> he was a good sport. Shout out to whoever he was, man. He still Dang. fucked up. Like, he's he like, <laughs> a nasty like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or he fuck with you. Either one or the other. He yeah. fucked with me definitely hard. But that shit was so funny because I was so embarrassed. I was, I was nothing. And, and the fart just mm-hmm. came. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and it was like one of those whistler farts. So. <laughs> Yeah, I would have laughed at that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it was like, quiet in the room. Was there any music on? <laughs> no, it was no music on. But you know, I Complete was silent because I was about to come. Well, I was okay, coming, okay. so I was like, I was, I was making noise, and then you heard the whistle. <laughs> I would have been rolling. Because, and he was like, and that wasn't a queen. <laughs> <laughs> Directly in his motherfucking face. That shit was hilarious. But I was Damn. embarrassed as fuck. Oh my god. Okay. Next question mm. comes from Fit underscore Homie. He asks, "Has there been an opportunity that presented itself in your life that would have changed your life as you know it now? And how do you feel about it today? What would you have made the decision to do whatever it was or it wasn't?" So. Was there mm. any an opportunity that presented itself that we didn't do um, that would have changed life as we know it? Mm. And would you have made the decision now? Would I made the decision? Mm. I'm pondering. So if you got something, you can get that. Um, you know, I don't really live life like that, to be honest. Um, mm. I'm cool with all the decisions that I've made in my life to lead me to here. But I will right. say that <laughs> this goes out shitty. But um, <laughs> if I could have chosen another baby daddy, <laughs> oh man, I knew it. If I could have just chosen another baby daddy, I feel like life would have been very different for me. Like mm. my kid's father. First of all, I don't regret my children. My children mm-hmm. were all wanted. And mm-hmm. if I did have another baby father, then my kids wouldn't be who they are. It would be completely different individuals. So I'm just going to cool. like start it by saying that I'm, I'm very grateful for the three humans that were assigned to me. However, yeah, if, if I, thank you. They really are great kids. They're just getting on my nerves. But... <laughs> they're great fucking humans and i'm watering them and the way like just watching how they're growing up is just beautiful even though they get my nerves um but if i could still have the same children and have a different baby daddy my life would be completely different like my Mm. my kid's father came after like he was the the first person after my favorite ex so if Mm. i had have waited a little bit and and gave my favorite ex the space that he needed to to grow and to you know want to be in a relationship because that's ultimately why we we broke up he want he didn't want to be 
what I wanted us to be. So we, you know, we broke up, but if I had have just been a little bit more patient with him and if he had have just given me what I wanted, <laughs> then he would have been my baby daddy. <laughs> And life would be great. Like <laughs> life, life would have been. It would have been different. You know, he's not perfect by any means, um, and I'm sure that we would have had our own struggles and shit like that. But we are just we we understand each other, especially now more than than we did back then. So I feel like if I had a child by him instead of my kid's father, at the very least, my kids would be taken care of. Like mm. they wouldn't want for anything financially and they wouldn't want for anything um, emotionally or mentally or physically within, with their father. My kids mm. now are lacking in all the departments from their dad. So mm. if there's one decision, even though I am very happy with where my life is right now and because of the situation um, that happened with my kid's father and I, I am who I, like I'm a better mother and a better woman like I I elevated myself out of that situation right. um so you know I'm not I'm very grateful for everything that's happened but if if I had to pick a situation or um you know a circumstance or whatever that I could change it would be that he wasn't their dad mm, heavy yeah, yeah. <sighs> hopefully he doesn't hear this episode I don't give yeah. a fuck what he gonna do I know, I know you <laughs> take me to court <laughs> Um I guess I don't know. I really can't think of anything, so I'm just gonna say um if I were to stay working overseas, you know, because I, I don't know if I never talked about that on here, but yeah, I used to work nope. in Iraq. I did contract work out there back in 2008 to 2009. Um, I was making great money, very great money. Um, yeah, and I could have stayed out there. Like, I know people now who's still out there from when I was out there back in 08. It's fucking 2020. You know what I mean? But um, it's good money out there. So, yeah, if I would have stayed another several years or so, yeah, maybe I'd be in a different place financially. But yeah, you know, um, I know I I used to dwell on that like some year, years years ago, but now I'm like, nah, it's cool because when I wanted to come back, I wanted to come back because um, I feel like I got what I needed. This was a stepping stone. Um, I was already a humble person, and it humbled me even more being out there. Um, just seeing what cats were making out there, the people who were actually really doing the work, people from mm-hmm. like Nepal and Sri Lanka and shit. When I was there, I was an overseer, so I wasn't doing the work. I was just mm. watching and making sure they did their work. And these guys were making like um, four or five hundred dollars a month. You know what I mean? And I'm making sixty, seven hundred a month. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not doing shit. Wow. You know, so, and we were servicing the military. So, um, yeah, you know, I used to check the military people at times when they, when they try to get out of line and make um, the people who um, uh, from Sri Lanka and all, 
you know, make them feel low just because they probably didn't speak great English and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, you talk to them that way. Because even me, I was able to go back home every four months. Those people who were really putting in the work from Sri Lanka and Nepal, um, they couldn't go home. So a lot of them been working there in Iraq for two, three years before I even got there. They haven't seen their family. Wow. They haven't seen their kids. They haven't seen their wives. So they're getting them their little four or five hundred dollars a month and they're still mm-hmm. get, you know, back home and yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it's like Damn. Damn, I'm not doing anything. I'm making way more way more. You know, Four or five hundred is pretty good, I guess, for Nepal and shit. But they deserve way, way, way much more. Yeah. And yeah, I'm getting what I'm getting, and I'm able to go home every four months, you know, when I want to. Damn. That's that's, that's not fucked right. up. Yeah. You know that's what I mean? fucked up. So I didn't mean to dive into that part of it. No, 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 but, it's fine. Yeah, I guess that would be something that um, I could, you know, I could have did different, maybe, but. Yeah. I'm not mad at it at all. Yeah, I understand that. Mm. Okay, so the next question comes from Anonymous, and this is going to be really quick. Uh, Does Will have a girlfriend? Will does have a girlfriend. Will definitely has a girlfriend. (laughs) He is in a very committed relationship. Very committed relationship. Yeah. Will's girlfriend's not going nowhere. Yeah, like I've known Will since 2010, 11, and he's with the same woman. So Will is yeah. a great guy. So I definitely understand why any lady would be interested in him. Um, These girls love he, Will. They absolutely. <laughs> they love Will. Every time we put a little picture up or whatever, <laughs> they like, ooh, <laughs> that's Will. Hey, girl, man, like, curls, curls get the girls, man. Okay. Um, shout out to Will's girl too. She listens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the next question comes from Leticia Roxon again. <laughs> she asks, "How has COVID nineteen impacted y'all collectively and on a personal level?" Mm. Collectively, I mean, we yeah, like as a, a game. as a unit, as a unit, yeah. yeah. We ain't been on our A game like we usually are, you know, before this shit. But you know, we kind of acknowledged that a little bit um, mm-hmm. earlier in the pod. But um, well, it's no excuse. It just says what it is. It's life. But at the same time, we're still pushing out episodes every week. You know, except for last week. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um, I feel like we're in a great place. We just, but we could definitely do more. No question. Um, And she said, personally, how Mm -hmm. how has it impacted us at all? Um, For me, I guess it just made me, (laughs) I don't want to say realize, because it's like I've been trying to do the the whole dating thing, you know, for a little minute now. Mm -hmm. But now maybe I'm taking it a little bit more serious, you know. And it got me thinking, like, oh, nigga, you about to be 37. I'm not keep bringing that up, but I don't think about my age ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So somebody can ask me how old I am on the spot, and I got to think about it for a sec because I don't think about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is what keeps me youthful, you know, not just on the outside, but on the inside as well, too. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why I was earlier in the pod, I was just saying how, like, I hope to come out of this um, 
if not in a situation, something that's close to being something serious. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I get that. Oh. Not bad on you, man. Um, collectively, like you said, we, um, you know, it's def- it has impacted um, th- what we set out to do. Yeah. Um, there were things that we wanted to do this year that, you know, some of them we did yeah. push out, like the merch we got out eventually. And, um, but even the merch situation was a situation because, right, right. you know, COVID, <laughs> COVID with the fucking shipping and shit like that, yeah. and the processing and everything. So it was just like, if it, it definitely put a monk through a monkey wrench into us as a, as a, as a business. And then, you know, for the, for the show, we have to be, and you have to be in a in a in a good space to talk to people. And even if you're in a right. bad space to talk to people, like you were saying earlier, uh, we we entertain people with our with our conversation. So right. if I am not in a good headspace, I'm not going to be able to have a good conversation with my partner in order to right. entertain you guys. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely like the personal and the and um, us as a business. It kind of coincided. Like once my mental health was deteriorating, it affected the shit out of what we do here. And um, mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I have um, partners who give a fuck about me before they give a fuck about the podcast because Mm. you guys could have easily just been like well bitch we got we got work to do i don't i don't give a fuck about the fact that you're depressed like we got shit to do but because we you know we built this on our friendship it it's different um but it does it it does impact you know my personal does impact the 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 podcast so that's how the podcast was suffering um or how it impacted the us as a a collective but um personally like i said i'm just tired of being in the house and tired of not having the options to to go and do what i usually do which is go to work and i'm out of the house for you know eight or nine hours a day and then once a week i get to you know drink and talk shit with with my friends and for you guys to listen to um it kind of breaks up the monotony and also i'm a free spirit in the sense in every sense of the word if I right. want to go get up and go and rent a fucking hotel room just for the fuck's sake, I wouldn't be able to do that. If I want to go out and have dinner by myself or take my kids to the botanical gardens or, you know, let's go to the, to one of those bounty house places or whatever, I, I want to do it on a whim. The fact that I don't have the option to do anything else <laughs> is just like, you, you're either in this house or somebody else's house. Like, you can't... Right. You, you can't, you know, that that's what's what's really fucking with me. And, and um, like I said, I think I said it on the last episode, um, the human interaction or the lack thereof was it was really fucking with me. And I think that that's a, a large part of where everybody else was having issues. But um, yeah, that's that's how I was affected personally. Um, you just said to me, now I remember you saying to me um, like a week or so ago, you said after this shit is up, you figure that you're going to start going out a little bit more now, yeah? Yep, because um, yeah. before I wasn't really going out, out like that. Like I, I would, you know, go to work and go to the, do the podcast and, you know, maybe go and get my, myself some, some dinner from like Juicy Grab or some shit. Um, but I didn't go out, out to lounges or you know even 
excuse me, even like um, crazy dates. And, you know, I, I didn't really do any of that. So once mm-hmm. the outside really fully opens up, if it ever does, um, I definitely plan on doing a little bit more than I was doing before. For sure. Even if it's just going to networking events and, you know, um, other podcasting events and shit like that, linking up with doing game nights and shit with 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 people in our network to kind of expand our network, it it would, you know, I'm going to do it all. (laughs) I'm going to do it all. Sorry, being (laughs) Um, If you ever want to tag along, you already know, man. I'm available. That's, yeah. I'll be like, let's go. We out. Right. Um, the next question is for me. It's from Anonymous and it says, Are you a spiritual healer? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yes, I am. Um, I'm a light worker, so I do spiritual spiritually heal um people. So mm-hmm. and I mean the short of that is yes, I I am a spiritual healer and I do use um natural elements in order to, to aid in that healing. Um I'm also an intuitive reader, so I don't use um uh, like tarot or crystal ball <laughs> right, right, right. or anything to, to do my, my readings. I just get signs and messages from spirit um to give to people um i'm not uh what what are those people who speak to the dead i don't talk to the dead i talk to my ancestors but i can't talk to your like i can't you know i don't see dead people walking around and shit like that but i do i do get um visions for for people signs and symbols um of things that you should be doing or shouldn't be doing so, yeah, the short of that is, yes, I am a spiritual healer. So you guys want some readings, um, probably going to start selling those soon. Um, I also want to holler at you a few weeks ago. Yeah. You seen, but um, she just felt weird. She didn't want to just come at you with some shit. I'm like, nah, air blood is type stuff. So Yeah, no, I'm open to it. At some point. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, the next question is it's kind of just like a piggyback off that. Do you read tarot cards? And if so, have you ever received feelings of extreme disappointment or extreme happiness from a specific reading? So I don't do tarot. I'm a, a high priestess of a coven. And in my coven, I have two tarot readers. I don't, I was just talking to Greensboro about, because he does tarot and oracle readings. Mm. I cannot understand those cards <laughs> every time my sister is um is in my coven as well and she does the tarot and every time we do like tarot readings or whatever i'm just fascinated as fuck by the fact right. that she can interpret with the cards i have no idea what the fuck any of that is <laughs> i just be right. like oh that's a pretty picture there's there's three cups on it i have no idea what the three cups mean. i don't know what none of that shit means <laughs> like right. that is not my gift whatsoever but um i do have people so you know if you need a a, a tarot reading person who submitted this question i can um, forward you the people um but when i do my intuitive Intuitive readings uh, for people, I feel their their energy all the way. Um, even like 
before I'm giving a person a reading, I can feel their, um, their pain or their anguish or their happy or their whatever emotion that they are bringing to me that they have when we're speaking, I can feel that shit. Um, especially like my, my, um, one of my best friends, uh, shout out to Flo. She just lost her brother. Her brother was killed mm-hmm. and, um, rest in peace, Mammy. When I was talking to her, I could feel her, her hurts and her pain. And I was just having the conversation, but I could feel like it was choking me up. Um, but I can also feel her suppressing it. Like, it right. literally felt like I could feel in my belly like that I wanted to cry, but that I was mm-hmm. pushing it down. And when I first started, um, when I first realized that I had this gift in the first place, um, I couldn't differentiate what my feelings were from what other people's feelings were. Now right. I have a handle on what it is that I'm feeling from others and what, I, what is my own emotions. Um, so even though I don't read tarot, or I don't do the cards, I still get um, extreme feelings from people that I'm, that I'm doing readings for. Mm, Hopefully that answered your question. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one is, when is Will coming to South Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> She kept she kept herself she kept she kept herself um anonymous. Yeah, she won't will. Both show. Will's gonna come to South Carolina when we got a show in South Carolina. That's when you can see Will in South Carolina. Right. How how did she message you? What did she say? She say, like, well tell them who I am or what she said. Well, no, but you know, you don't want to put people on the spot. Like especially since especially since Will is not single. If Will was single, then it would be different. But how Instagram a, look. I'll send it. Got, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you better not have no man or nothing like, well, you ain't shit. <laughs> Bitch, yeah, you ain't shit. No, I'm gonna send it to you. <laughs> okay, so the next question was what do y'all have stewing in the lab any major plans for the near future mm-hmm. mm, you want to take that <laughs> uh i mean we definitely wanted to do a live show you know yep. um before this year was out or right at you know the um the anniversary the time that we was at a year yeah the anniversary yeah so yep. um and of course travel Definitely still want to do that. Travel and link up with other podcasts and shit like that. I know Amp has expressed that a few times on the um, on the podcast as well. At least I think she has. If not, yep, definitely private. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, shit like that, man. Just build, you know. So yeah, that's that is um, the the biggest thing that we wanted to do was the live show. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we were planning to do one for the anniversary in Charlotte. And we also have a connection, um, with some venues in Atlanta and Atlanta is our second most listened to us city. Um, mm. still so is? yeah, it still is wow. second mm-hmm. most listened to, um, New York is, um, uh, in the top five, but Charlotte's number one, Atlanta is second. 
So right. Charlotte is the most listened to, obviously, in the South, but after that is Atlanta. So uh, we, you know, um, Lieutenant Dan has been making connections behind the scenes, and um, she has a connection for a location for a live show in Atlanta. So we were planning on doing one in Charlotte for the anniversary, and mm-hmm. then, um, you know, the next one would have been in Atlanta, but COVID put a, a super halt on that. So besides um the live shows which whenever we can do them we will do them um the the patreon account has been we we were planning to do some big things with patreon and there's a reason why i haven't um started recording the the content for the patreon because what i i don't want to shortchange people and if you guys are going to pay for additional content, I want to make sure that you're getting top-notch quality and dope shit. So the dope shit is already taken care of. The quality, not so much because we can't work out of a studio. And I don't want to take a short on that just so that we can get that out there and make money. And so that we can right. give you guys the, the additional um, content and have this you know, subset of our, we're all adults here family, where it's a little bit closer and a little bit more intimate and, and things are being shared in the Patreon that are not shared on the, the podcast. I don't want to shortchange what you guys are going to get. And I don't, right. I don't, I can't give too much information away because we're eventually going to do it. But once you realize what it is that we have planned for the Patreon, you will understand why. I don't want right. to record that in our car, in our car or in our house. I don't want to do that like that. Not that, <laughs> not, not what we have planned for it. I don't want to do that like that. Um, so, you know, everything is just plans are just on hold right now, but um, live shows is definitely, I, people really want us to do that. Like I have been asked by many people, when are you guys when are you guys gonna do a live show? When are you gonna do a live show? <laughs> what the fuck? Like what are we gonna do? Ask you that often? Yeah, I get asked a lot about live shows. Wow. I really do. Yeah. Like, when are you guys gonna come and do a live show? And I'm like, Really? Y'all really want us to do this in person? <laughs> like mm. Yeah, motherfuckers just... better show up. I know, right? Can you imagine doing a live show and then like five people show up to that shit? Right. And like, we're no, still performing that motherfucker too. Right. Yeah. We're still performing. But yeah. Oh God. Um, okay, so the next question is has every Whiskey Lee and Will been going through a drought or have they been getting their thirst quenched? AKA hose. So we talked about that in the beginning of this episode. So we answered yeah, that we question did. already. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. We answered that question already. I'm pretty sure Will's getting um, tapping buns because he has a girlfriend. Yeah, they live together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So another question for me, Evie, what's your favorite drink and what is the outcome of you drinking it all night? Well, mm. well, I will say that we know what bourbon does to <laughs> me. It gets me riding dick. So <laughs> <laughs> bourbon makes me dick ride. Um, my go-to drink is tequila. I love, um, tequila, um, Patron, preferably, um, I will drink the fucking Casamigas. I will drink, uh, Cuervo. I'll drink any tequila. I love tequila. Um, it's, it makes, I mean, it just, I'm, I don't think I'm like a, 
a messy drunk or anything like that. It just gets me there. And um, like, I'm not horny off of tequila. Okay. Henny does that to me. Henny make me want fuck. <laughs> yeah, Henny do that. Yeah. Um, the next question is, do you both have a favorite movie? Mm. Yeah, my favorite movie um, is Inkwell. With Lorenz Tate, right. Jada Pinkett. Yep. Um, if y'all never seen that movie before, because a lot of y'all, I've, you know, I've been talking to a chick and I'll tell them, Oh, I never heard of that, or I think I've what? seen that before, and I might have met maybe one or two who's familiar with it, and one of them, that was actually their favorite movie, too, I'm like, oh, shit, you probably gonna be the one. She wasn't, but, yeah, <laughs> the Inkwell, people check out that movie, um, I fuck with it, because I saw myself in Lorenz Tate as a kid when I first saw it, and also, mm. it's just a real movie, you know, it's, um, it felt real, it just felt real, you know what I mean? There were dry spots in the movie. You know what I mean? Not on some fucking Napoleon Dynamite type shit, but it just felt very natural. Um, who else is in it? Fucking um, Homeboy. Fucking uh, Morris Chestnut. He's in the movie. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, a lot of stars. So yeah, y'all check out The Inkwell if you've never seen it. It's a great movie. It came out in the early, mid-90s. Um, yeah, it was a good yeah. movie. Great film, man. Um, my favorite movie, uh, I kind of have two. So Harlem Nights has always been one of my favorites at, for, of all time. I love Definitely. that motherfucking movie. It's so funny. It's got so many legends in it. And it's just, even like Definitely. the plot, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Um, but my second favorite or like a close second is um the first in avengers with with thanos um uh, i never seen it i heard about it you didn't see it not infinity yeah. war but um fuck what is it called now i gotta google it because i forgot what the name of it um <laughs> <laughs> yeah infinity war um endgame was the last one so okay um, yeah, Endgame was really good too, but Infinity War was fucking dope because um, Thanos was one hell of a motherfucking villain. Like, oh my god, he's a villain that was kicking everybody ass. He fucked everybody the fuck up. He killed Loki in front of his <laughs> brother. He motherfucking was, he threw his own fucking daughter off a goddamn cliff so he could get Whoa. a fucking stone. Yes, the nigga is not fucking playing. He was on a mission and nothing was going to deter him from that fucking mission. And yeah, I liked yeah. it because it's one of those those like I like movies with villains where the villain is like a good villain and a, like like you could kind of understand where he's coming from. <laughs> right. Like you could kind of understand. I wasn't really mad at him. I just didn't like that he was, uh, you know, sunning at all the fucking Avengers and shit like that. He's like, this nigga is really kicking everybody ass. This is no joke. He scared yeah. the shit out of... You gotta watch it because he, he fucking scared the shit out of the Hulk. The Hulk is the fucking Hulk. Like, right. and this nigga was pussy. <laughs> like, he was scared and shit of this motherfucker. He didn't even want to turn into the fucking Hulk anymore. He scared right. him back to Bruce Banner. Like, he's like, fuck, I ain't doing that. Nope, nope. So it, I like, I like when when the villain, like when it makes sense, like when gotcha. the villain makes sense. Um, okay. And 
um, yeah, so that's that's a close second of one of my one of my favorite movies. Endgame was really good too, but it was also sad. But um, mm. Infinity War was that shit because I was not expecting that at all. I was like, this nigga mm. is crazy. But I yeah. also understand he was like, you know, in order to save the. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not gonna tell you the, the shit. Yeah, you and Bar, y'all can talk this kind of shit. <laughs> he, he's into all that shit. So okay. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a Marvel girl for sure. Um. Okay. Next. Next one. We're almost done. Next one mm-hmm. is what would be your perfect date? I don't know. Shit. Just perfect date. Perfect date. Perfect date. Um, I don't think we've ever talked about what your perfect date would be. Yeah, I don't really have no damn perfect date. Just as long as we have a dope vibe and connection, whether it's at a Panthers game, a whack-ass Charlotte Hornets game, or um, fucking a picnic, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) in the grass. I know about the picnics. Yes, you do. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> long as I catch a vibe, man, and the conversation is dope and all that kind of shit, man. I need to be mentally stimulated. So as long as you're around, it really doesn't matter where we're at. We could go somewhere and know the, and you know, test out a whole bunch of different beers or some shit like that. If you into that, yeah. But, um, I don't. I'm not. That's a really good uh, date, actually. Like that. So yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. So made that deep with me. What about you? Um perfect date. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like um I don't think many people know this, but I really like nature. Um mm. so I like the outdoors. So I would love like a perfect day for me would be like on top of of a mountain or a cliff or something that's overlooking uh like nature not like even like overlooking like a city or some shit like that would be cool too right. but um like on a cliff overlooking something uh really pretty like as the sun is setting um just eating and talking and drinking mm-hmm. that's the perfect right. thing for me very simple but um because i love to be on like on the outdoors and shit like that um i could like that shit would be hot i'd probably have sex right there like <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not that's that a perfect date. Um, oh yeah. Next. Speaking of, going on uh, oh no 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 no. Go ahead. Speaking of, no no. I was supposed to spend, send my ex. You know, Miss Cornbread. I was supposed to get you the cornbread. Hopefully, when this quarantine shit is up, my ex. Yes. Um, get you that cornbread. But I was supposed to send her a video of uh, this couple having sex in a store in the dressing room or whatever. Because wow, okay, random shit like that. So, yeah, that would be a crazy day. Shit, have them fucking uh, eat somewhere. Fucking, I don't know, what's one of them? I don't know, eat at a Chinese spot inside a mall, then fucking go inside Pack Sun and get it on in the dressing room. <laughs> Pack Sun. Or H&M. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Pack Sun, man. Absolutely. Definitely. That would be epic. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good date. No, I ain't yeah. go ahead. Like. <laughs> Not a first date. I ain't saying that, but that would be, be a dope date, though. Speaking of, um, we kind of addressed this earlier in the episode, too, but one of the other questions is, is there such a thing as too soon to have sex? 
No, nah, it's not too soon, but y'all people need to go off the... I mean, mm, if you're just looking for a nut and you just want some sex, then get get what you want to get. But if you want to actually... If you feel like you could actually go somewhere with this person, like y'all can really build and be more than just, you know, some sexual uh, partners or whatever to do, mm-hmm. go off the vibe. Don't, call it go the vibes. Just, don't go off this just you being horny. You know what yeah. I mean? Ladies, I'm speaking to y'all because I've said on this podcast before, as guys, we'll have sex with y'all and we probably don't even, not even there with y'all just yet. We might be like 50, 60% there with y'all, but y'all like 200,000% already there. So we go a long way because we ain't going to turn down no box. I mean, well, I will. But <laughs> at the end of the day, but if we over the 40, 50%, I'm like, all right, sure. I don't really want it, want it like that because I was still trying to get to know you some more. But cool, I ain't going to make I'll you. take it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and that's a bad thing a lot of times because it, it, it ruins the chemistry. It ruins the vibe because the yeah. guy just wasn't ready for that yet. Like, I treat women... Mm, I ain't gonna say that. No, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. I was about to say something, but yeah, that ain't true. I just go off the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely say go off vibes. Like, um, I don't think that there's a such thing as too soon to have sex, period. Y'all know this. I've been screaming this from the beginning. But Um, what if they're looking for something, though? Like, you don't think it's too soon if they're looking for something, if they're just looking for just sex in general? No. Would you, uh, like... Let's let's say for me, I'm a guy. You know, we're sexual animals and beasts and all the other shit too. Um, let's say I'm already there. I'm not going to express that and let that woman know until I feel like it's mutual. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or or she is she or or she's like, you know, almost there to where I'm at. Cause it, it it'll throw the shit off. And say she has sex with me. But she wasn't where I'm at. It's still not gonna. I mean, I'm gonna do what I do. Sure, depending yeah. on the type of woman she is. But it's just sex is better if you're looking for something for real and serious. It's better when y'all both are on the same page. Not where the woman wants sex in a uh, a, a, a relationship, monogamous relationship, um, and the guy just wants sex. No, because that defeats the purpose. You know what I mean, you're gonna lose on that. Because he got the sex, now he's about to go about his way. But I don't know. How do you feel each other out? I feel like um, it's it's a bit of a, I don't know, because on one hand, I, I don't think that that should deter people from um, having sex, quote unquote, too soon. Like, for instance, yeah. if you just meet somebody or whatever and you go out on one date and you've been talking to them for a week and you go out on a date and you have sex with them after that date um i don't think just on the surface that that should determine whether you guys want to have a long-term relationship with each other um because it's legitimately just sex it's just sex people (laughs) it's just sex yes it is an exchanging of energies and yes it is um you know pleasure and certain things that you, you know, 
you want to hold off of, I guess, you want to hold off um, until you really grow and learn and understand each other. But I don't think for the, the, the question was, do I think that there's a such thing as too, it's too soon to have sex. I don't think it's too soon to have sex. It's like, I don't think it's too soon to get married. I don't think it's too soon to right, have, right. you know, serious conversations. I don't think it's too soon. That's how I look at sex. It's just another part of an interaction. I think that um, what you need to know your partner. I think the, the partner is what matters. The person that you are interested in is really what matters. Are you guys right. on the same plane? Are you on the same wavelength? And do you both have the same ideas about where this relationship is going to go? Because right. if he wants to be with you and you want to be with him, and that's understood, like, it's one thing, you know, for guys um, to pull the wool over the eyes or whatever the case is, they lie and shit, whatever. But if you really understand, you really trust and believe that this guy really just, you know, he wants to be with you and he's madly in love or whatever. And you right. guys fuck on the first date, that doesn't mean that he's no longer interested in it. It shouldn't, in my point. In my it opinion. shouldn't, right. It shouldn't mean yeah. that that's going to deter you from, or, you know, deter him from wanting to be in something serious with you. You just had sex. That's it. Um, and sometimes yeah. you really can't help your sexual energy. Your sexual chemistry is just screaming at each other that you just have to do it. <laughs> Right. You just got to get it out of the way. Um, so, no, the short of that is, no, I don't think there's a such thing as too soon, but I do understand where you're coming from. Yeah, that if you if you want, you know. Pick the vibes. Yeah, pick pick the vibes, please. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, next question. We got two more. Next question is, um, who is down for a drive-in movie marathon? We could play every Star Wars movie known to man or a movie in the park. I think we should bring those back after COVID and uh, social distancing. Social, social distancing. God, I can't talk. Um, would still apply. So mm. I love the idea of movies in a park. I love drive-in movies. I went to one driving movie theater in Georgia in my whole life. And oh. I loved it. It was so fun. It was so dope. And I think that we should definitely have more of those. I don't understand why we don't. I don't know why. That's mm -hmm. not a thing. Why is right, it not a right. thing? Being in, in your car, you got something. your own snacks and shit. You, <laughs> like, you could fuck in the car if you want to. And that's, and that's the thing. We probably wouldn't be watching too much of the movie like that. I mean, but, but hey, it, it is what it is. Right. Like, it would it's be the... Is your choice. It would be the safest way at this point to, to have to go and True. experience a movie theater um, while we're under the fucking uh, Corona land. Corona, so, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I love the idea. I would love that for sure. I hear I mean, a lot of those are opening like up. Yeah, well, where are, are they? Opening back I know they have one in Canapolis, or they used to. I don't know if they still do it all. I'm going to go. I want to go. <laughs> she ready to go. <laughs> I am. <laughs> she going to be like, uh, Greensboro uh, Slim Guy, sir. Can you... Uh, <laughs> Greensboro Slim you come Guy, out sir. Here? Yeah. Can you come I out here? I'm going to go to this drive-in movie theater. So That's funny. Nasty and watching the movie. Yes. 
that new Candyman come out next month too. I don't know. How I ain't gonna no. no I don't give a fuck. I, I I'll go to the AMC. I don't give a fuck. I no, I definitely not do. I am definitely yeah. not doing that. I have <laughs> no problem with it at all. If I got them niggas don't mask, clean that shit on a regular. <laughs> Listen, nobody cleans anything on a regular, even at your job, anywhere. So, um, I can mm. only control. What I can control, and that's make sure my health is in a decent space. And mm. if I have to wear a mask, so be it. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. I ain't gonna look stupid. You know what I mean? Because it's nine times out of ten, y'all gonna have one on too. So. Yeah. Yeah, everybody is um like I said, walking around here looking like sub zero and um, <laughs> right. Scorpion. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was crazy. like, wow, everybody got on the that shit's crazy. That's been going on for a minute, man. I don't see it is. No time yeah. soon. It is. I got three masks now. Bandana's on for a minute. So what? <laughs> I have three masks now. I was like, I need some I need a, a variety. <laughs> Man, and oh, and shit, you know, vice, vice lords and vice lords. out here and shit. Like, damn, vice man. lords, GD, you got some fucking Latin kids, you got the blood spread. All them. Damn, man, y'all out here. Lotus. Oh, my here, God. Y'all. I see you. <laughs> <Y'all out here. laughs> You're so stupid, but it's true. It's so true. Yeah, Everybody's banging. Oh, God. Okay. So the last question is, do you guys plan, well, it says do y'all, do y'all plan on having a meet and greet with the community once this bullshit is over? That'd be dope. I don't know if it makes sense immediately at all, but at some point, I definitely would love to do do something like that. No question. Hell fucking yes. Especially, like, um, I know last year, like when we was first kicking it off, you um, put a post up on a gram about uh, what people attend a pool party, you know, like a, yes. like a intimate type setting. You know what I mean? Something like that. That's dope. exactly what I was thinking you know about. I mean? And we'll make sure y'all have all the fucking crab legs y'all need and shit. <laughs> y'all ratchet asses and shit. Yes, crab yeah, legs. Man. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, I um I would definitely love to do a meet and greet in Charlotte. Um, I would love to have like a pool party, um, shit like that, just so we could meet our our listeners that are here. Um, right. even like with the other with the the people who are in our podcast family, uh, Drew versus the World, um, and um. Uh, the group chat podcast I want to like create like a little family and I also want to know who our core listeners are in Charlotte I I would love like even as we grow as we grow bigger um I want to have like meet and greets and little kickbacks and chills and shit like that with our our home team listeners open to the listeners and to the other podcasters so we can not feel like um we're like unattainable you know what i mean like a lot of the the famous podcasters you can't some of them i have conversations with like some of the famous ones i'll get in their dms and we'll have conversations and shit which i think is fucking dope that andrew schultz i can get in his dms right now and and hit him up and we could have like a a a conversation (laughs) and he's fucking famous but I don't want for us to not be like, 
to, mm. to, to be so far removed from the people, you know? Like, right. I would still love to, to chill with them and talk to them and um, get some ideas even from them and shit like that. So, yeah, meet and greets are definitely in our, in our near future. It's just COVID. COVID got everybody and everything by the balls. <laughs> Pretty damn much. By the fucking nutsack. So, hopefully... We will, you know, something miraculous will happen and we'll be able to, um, you know, start some of these ideas and things that we want to do for you guys. But for now, you're just going to have to deal with listening to us like this every week. <laughs> really damn much. Yeah, but you know what? You can help us uh, grow by sharing and liking and reviewing and comments and all that shit and telling all your people to listen and shit like that. That will help too <laughs> so um that was it that was the last question uh we've been going for two hours and 17 minutes so um mm-hmm. it's a little bit longer than what we usually do but we didn't have an episode last week so um right. you know you got a little extended clip today but um uh, that's it do you do you have any other questions um that you want to ask me or ask period you have anything else to say no no i think we covered everything we sure did yeah (laughs) all right guys well um as always we thank you guys for listening um you can go follow the podcast on instagram at w-a-a-h podcast you can also follow us on twitter same handle um go and like the facebook page where all adults here review and comments on all of our shit that's over there go to the website podcast w-a-a-h.com um and uh purchase our merch um shit starting the ship shout out to um cap cappy he has his uh t-shirt he took a picture in it the other day so mm-hmm. um I think the clothes are finally his too. Yay! I was yeah, just about to ask yeah. you. Got his yesterday. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Good. Mm-hmm. So um the merch is starting to reach the people. So you guys can order. Um uh, go to the website, look at it, look at the models, look at our merch and order our shit. Um and you can listen to the episodes over there as well. Um go follow me at Abby the Stacked on um Instagram and Twitter. I um, sometimes post thirst traps and sometimes I post bitchy <laughs> shit and sometimes I post funny shit. And then sometimes yeah. I might, you know, sprinkle in my children um, in there uh, when they're doing something absolutely adorable or absolutely annoying. So, oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so go follow me and give them your handle. Oh, follow me at Whiskey Lee underscore on the ground. Okay, and that is it. Thanks for every to everybody who submitted questions. Um, we'll probably do one of these episodes again um, when we run out of content to talk about. So <laughs> definitely. <laughs> All right, guys, gotta be good. All right, peace.